Well, er engaged all chairs to all her sarum fan sharks, Mila Buikasasat and Quire Villiv. Mr. Mayor, Minister, public representatives, uh, councillors, distinguished guests, members and representatives of all the agencies, to Sulam Gulgok, then a St. Mayor Chen. I'm just saying what a very great pleasure it is to be here. It's always a pleasure to visit Wexford. Well, I say just straight away that I hope that the local media and the local paper publishes in full that magnificent speech that I have just heard. I rarely heard a better speech. Very much as President of Ireland, what I want to do is to congratulate when you hear about how his late friend and himself and all of those who were involved in 1999 set up this project. 1999 was a tough time in many cases in relation to many of the issues that you'll be speaking about, in relation to, for example, HIV AIDS. Uh, people were had to be buried in bags because of the attitude in relation to those who had suffered, uh, who, were suffer who were sufferers' males. Uh, the attitudes at the time were not progressive, the attitudes were punitive, and many of the services were delivered in an authoritarian manner. A lot has changed in 20 years, but as I was just listening to the, both the intelligence and the understanding and the empathy of the speech that I've just had, it shows how important it is. And I wanted to, first of all, as President, to say thank you to those who brought the service into being 20 years ago and all of those who have helped uh, and assisted since. No more than I do also to those, for example, who members of the community who are concerned about uh, Suicide Watch here in Wexford and who provide a service again and again. This is really something that is expressing uh, community and Irishness, uh, 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 community and Irishness at its best. It's not something that uh, can be done on paper either, as you have just heard, uh, because what happens is that uh, things come and things go. Uh, 19th May, just last week, uh, I sent a representative to the funeral of Seamus O'Kaneda, a colleague of mine, been a f one of the people who set up the discovery of poverty in Kilkenny in the 1970s. We had combat poverty, and we had a very good programme from Europe, starting with <coughs> people like Dama Frank Klusky, and we let combat poverty go. And then the part of the reason was is that people wanted to take this loose, flexible service that was able to engage in the ground back under stricter control and make it, if you like, something that could be retracted and made, and, uh, and it suffered and we lost. And we had the same thing in relation to many other projects. So that's why it's a very, very great privilege to me uh, to be here uh, with Wexford Local Development and to be, uh, to be associated with the Corn, uh, Corn Market Project. I do want, as I've said, I've already paid tribute to Michael Wolf with that magnificent speech, and I do want also uh, uh, to um, pay tribute to Paul Delaney, uh, uh, the project coordinator of Cobblesheet. Uh, uh, you're over there. Uh, we know each other from we uh, share uh, Sean Casson and the Merchants Key. Sean Casson is a former student of mine who would have worked with Paul uh, in, in relation to Dublin. And you mentioned in relation to uh, uh, I, I was think I've been thinking about this. Is there something very important as well about what you're doing? Uh, while you're operating uh, from here in Wexford Town, the fact that you have connections in New Ross and in Escorty and Gorey, 
is once again you're swimming against the tide. Where so many, for example, the commercial sector and the banks, and it is quite disgraceful in a way, are leaving rural towns, uh, which kept them going for a very long time, for generations. But it's good to know that there's something going out to the rural areas. And I think something that is very important in relation uh, to what we're dealing with in relation to dependency and addiction. It's an area, as a sociologist, that I've worked in for a very long time, since about the end of the 1960s and 1970s. And there are a few things where sometimes I think that maybe don't get mentioned sufficiently. And that is how difficult it is to, uh, to get a good grip on what is, uh, where the situation is at any time. Uh, certainly, all of the threats to society that are involved expanded rapidly, and they expanded with new technology. Uh, that no uh, for surveillance system and no containment system was able to keep up uh, with, in fact, the drugs inter inter system internationally. But there are a few things that we, we, we refuse to acknowledge, and that is how difficult it was to get alcohol companies to assume responsibilities in relation to alcohol consumption. They fought it every step of the way, and still do. Uh, I remember uh, the wonderful G.H. John Loftus and others, a marvellous man from Mayo, making a case about the connection uh, be, be, between uh, connection between uh, between alcohol and sport, and the disgraceful connection that there is now between gambling and sport, about which I have spoken before, and will speak again in relation to it. So therefore, in a way, the part of it that is doing some of the biggest damage, including those highly wealthy and often corporate people who suggest, for example, that there's no connection between cocaine usage and the distribution of drugs in Dublin, these have to be faced with the kind of honesty that you've just heard in the speech we have just heard. Uh, I very much admire people who are engaged practically in this. I salute so many people. I think, for example, of the, I, I've asked and appointed Philly McMahon to be on the board of Gashka, for example, for the very, very simple reason, about when he speaks in his community about his late brother and other, other things. So we must be able to address it uh, in, all its, in all its aspects. It is not a feature of the underclass only. It is the money into it is coming from farther, much farther up. And I think we must also look at in fact, the corporate supports <coughs> that are there in relation to keeping all of this going. Uh, I think uh, what you have heard, which are these facilities that I have just, uh, I've just been visiting, <coughs> we have thankfully moved on from the time when somebody was in difficulty would be told to pull yourself together. Uh, uh, but I think that in relation to other, other groups who are particularly at risk, uh, I was involved in the McBride Commission, I made submissions to the Whitaker Commission, I visit, I visit prisons, I know quite, quite a, I've been looking at this area for a very, very, very long time. And there are things that we could have avoided. We sent people who had literacy difficulties into prisons, and they came out drug-dependent. And they also came out, in fact, as people who were then, because of their particular circumstances, ended up as distributors. And therefore, you have, if you look at rural Ireland, this is the case. But it is not the case that, in fact, actually, we can say that there's some dark corner of our society, in fact, that is containing all of this problem. There are social responsibilities at every level of Irish society 
from the very top and very particularly at the corporate level in relation to people taking responsibility and realising that, uh, that the, the, all of this has to be faced up to honestly. I very much, uh, as I have said, think having an outreach programme is very important. And something else as well, as I've visited these rooms below, uh, a very, very long time ago, I visited the, the original location, in many cases, with its declining retail activity all around it. But the part of the matter is to have bit rooms with light and to be able to offer comforting atmospheres uh, is so important. As a sociologist, I would say as well, uh, and it's very, very important to realise that people get labelled at different stages of the life cycle. Uh, uh, this, this, what this happens, for example, uh, people, people are not the same person all through the life cycle. There are several stages to everyone's identity. Sometimes you are a person who did this, sometimes you're a person who are dependent on that, but you're, you're changing all the time. And I think it's very, very important uh, to encourage people to see how they can escape uh, from labelling and escape from self-stigmatisation and so on. And the thing that people value most of all, particularly now, uh, at a time of when there's so much emphasis on screens, is the, the ability to talk and the ability to be able to speak to people. And one-to-one -one relations are terribly important. I am particularly pleased, and I pay tribute to all of you who are representing different agencies uh, uh, for the cooperation that is existing between the different departments of health and, and justice and, and, uh, and employment and affairs, Wexford County Council and Wexford Education and Training Board and the Looking and Training Initiative Programme. In the end, the importance is, in fact, actually, that you are able to return the person to a better version of themselves. And it is about empathy, uh, and it is about uh, enabling people to, to feel secure. I was very disappointed, actually, after when I was thinking of Seamus's funeral, about how far on we were at that time in the 1970s. We were looking after uh, families. This issue was quite well advanced, and it was all let go. And it was let go in an atmosphere of heavy excess and consumption. And the very people who were at driving the heavy consumption are the people, in fact, who actually today are people probably sustaining some of the people who are making money from the drugs industry in some of our larger cities. And it's something to think about. And something to think about. Because, as I said, uh, it isn't from below all the problems coming. It is from above. And it is from attitudes that are quite general in the society. I think the idea, I have to say, as somebody who is very interested in sport, the idea that people will be interrupting a game, a piece of sport regularly to place bets on, uh, uh, as one goes through, is, is just, to me, a scandal. But who would say boo to it because there was money in it? And that's where people, uh, that's why there's a great value in having speeches like the one you heard uh, from the chairman of talking straight. I think there is a, a, something else as well, and, and, and that is uh, uh, the assumptions in relation uh, to AIDS and hepatitis C. Uh, our first attitude to that here publicly in Ireland uh, was to seek to isolate and, uh, uh, and keep people separate from the society without seeking to understand how it was in fact, how, 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 the, how, the, how these indices had emerged. Now turning to, in a way, what is, I think, very important. 
I, 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 I did uh, very much want, there are things that are so important. Since the service was started 20 years ago, 4,000 people have benefited. And I just visited a tree, which I think is so important to remember, the 67 who have in fact actually died now, the one that Mr. Mayor planted. I also think of something as well, which is very, very important, is the way in which people like yourselves, because you have empathy, are able to think of the importance of dignity. I know Brother Kevin's work in the Capuchin Centre in Dublin quite well, but the idea that every year, that every week here, 1,600, 1,600 food parcels are prepared, including 900 for children. But the important thing is not only what's in the parcels themselves, but is the manner in which people can arrive and people can actually receive them uh, in conditions that respects their vulnerability and, and, and their dignity. I think that all of the studies that are being carried out uh, the mortality rate due to drug overdoses in Europe in 2017 is about 22.6 deaths per million in the 15 to 64 group. But this varies and, uh, uh, and it's something else that's very, very important. It isn't only in the younger age groups that people uh, lose hope, but dependency on prescribed drugs, which in parts of Northern Europe are, 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 are very, very serious. But it is estimated that drug overdoses account for about 4% of all the deaths among 15 to 39-year-olds in Europe. And that's why when people like myself speak about social cohesion and whatever, it, it isn't the full story, but what is available to people by way of prospects in that age group is incredibly important. The idea of being acknowledged as a citizen, the idea of knowledge that you just don't need to be a high consumer, but that you in fact have the capacity to listen to music, to sing, to participate in your society, to have a public square, that there's a part of the public world that is open without being charged for it. All of these are things. But that is the figure at the present time, as of last year, is that of all deaths among 15 to 39-year-olds in Europe, 4% uh, are related to this. And then there's the other side in relation to, I think, um, uh, the, way that this is, the, the way that this happens. And I've spoken to almost too long already, but I would say it is so related uh, to the consumer culture. Uh, in the places where people like people like Philip McMahon and others in North South of Dublin, one of the things about it, it is the promotion of a sp 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 certain kinds of runners, certain kinds of clothes, and so forth and so forth. And very, very early on, uh, people who, for example, will not be handed uh, the, the opportunity of going to secondary education, many of them stopping off at the, the, the interstage, will see what their peers and their peer group are wearing, and therefore they are vulnerable then in relation. You can have all of this if you just run this little package and so forth. And suddenly the whole, the, the whole, whole, whole thing is underway. And the people that they will be delivering the package to will be people living with sometimes engaged communities. So I think I'm very happy to have this opportunity of paying tribute to a wonderful project here that is doing all of the things and doing it with empathy, doing it outside in an extended way to work on to Wexford uh, as well. And doing so, I think, uh, with a great sense of, of the importance of, of offering facilities in which thing to do what you would like to do yourself in relation to have light and to have a bit of peace and to be and to have someone to talk to.
The Corn Market Project is grounded, therefore, in, on an ethical mission. There's strong <coughs> ethics associated with it, associated with inclusion. And I do think also I want to wish it well. I do hope that it gets further funding. There's, it has got some seed funding from some of the services in the probation service, and I'll contribute to the probation service for that. But really the Social Innovation Fund and the private sector, particularly EPIC, the Enhancing Progress, Inspiring Change, these are excellent, uh, excellent projects. And I so want to wish them well. So I'd finish by saying this. Uh, <coughs> We owe very great debt to projects like this, and it's a great privilege as President to come down, as I have said, and listen to what I have just listened to, but also to be able to pay tribute okay, to all of the people who over the last 20 years have volunteered, and all of the people will continue to do so, and encourage others to release resources so that we will be able to be genuinely inclusive and be able to listen to each other and deliver what would be uh, a real republic based on an inclusive humanity. Thank you.